any minute now. Yeah, we are live now, so you know. I'm I'm right on time, and you're talking about sweet and sour sauce at the top of your lungs. Perfect. <laughs> yes, we'll give people a couple. You know, mm. hopefully people will join us soon. It's only been, you know, we still have a few minutes. Yep, we're good. But nice to see we have a full crew today. Yay! Yep. Sorry. Okay. You, I, you're, you know, however Sorry, often as you can, it's good enough. <laughs> Darn the uh, that the ninjas missed again. <laughs> I'll fix that next time. <laughs> did you but not see the? Well, if she didn't know about the ninjas, then they kind of did their job. <laughs> maybe they're still. Uh, maybe I gave it away. Yeah, now they're, she's they're gonna be late. on the lookout for ninjas. They're late. What you don't know is I hired them myself. They showed up, and I hired them to do something else. <sighs> something You're else. Not supposed to use my assassins to clean your apartment. <laughs> Pretty much. Not using such cheap assassins. I'm sorry, my my assassins I send apparently are really good at home care. I bribed <laughs> them with ramen noodles. Okay, like. Oh my God, I need to. I really do need to pay them more if that's the case. <laughs> oh, I have become the master of ramen noodles at work. Ramen noodles at work. Do you get the ninety percent, the ninety cent pack? That's like really? a big bowl. It looks like a bowl of popcorn. Yeah. No, because that bowl is half empty. Yeah, but it's delicious. Like you got to fill half of it with water. It's like soup. oh. By the yeah. time I'm done with a, with ramen noodles, I swear to you, they will be delicious. <laughs> are, are you like the one that like 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 ketchup avocado and an egg and like makes it look like? Oh, so you're on Instagram then? <laughs> no, I watched other Instagrammers and I said I can, ah. I can try that. Um, and YouTube, a lot of YouTube. <laughs> and it pops up on Facebook. My wife, like last night, made me starving to death by showing me stuff. It's like I'm 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 full and I want to go to bed, but now I'm hungry because I want to eat full. this 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 burger that's made of like a cheese like cheese macaroni waffles for the uh, the top and the bottom, and it's that <laughs> perfect crispy cheese look to it where it's red and it's like ah. Oh. Anyway, um, I'm binging binging with Babish is um, addicting. <laughs> yeah, him and if you want kind of a cooking show i i, I recommend uh a, my drunk kitchen is pretty good too I've, I've heard of them i've heard of that one that's pretty fun uh, there's also one i like it was like a like heavy metal death metal cooker or whatever it's just like oh, you're yeah. you just screaming the recipes <laughs> what are you doing eddie's <laughs> vegan. Uh, vegan yeah yeah oh yeah Kristen's here and so is Rita. Yep, Kristen, Jenny, Rita, Suko. Thank you very much. Happy, thank you for the happy birthdays, Suko yeah, Sagi. Flavio. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of full, I, I went to my traditional all-you-can-eat but Brazilian steak buffet <gasps> place, and oh my god, I am I I almost over I did I did overeat. I almost exploded. But did you die? <laughs> almost. These are the questions almost. that need to be answered. Even with all even one more one more wafer thin thing, I would have exploded. Wafer thin. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yes, I did have a good day. Thank you, Rita. <laughs> yes, I couldn't avoid. I, I avoided the last wafer thing, wafer thin. By you didn't get the mint at the end. That's good. That's right. I avoided it barely. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Well, it's eight o'clock. I'm gonna go ahead. Go ahead and officially get us started. Hello, everybody. You have found the Texas Steampunk Connection once again. We are broadcasting to you from our various bunkers and airships throughout the multiverse, and it is uh well, may the fourth be with you. It is May the fourth today. 
how you, how's everybody going? Where you? I'm doing good. I had a good day yesterday. I had, it was my birthday. Thank you for the happy birthday wishes, everybody. Um, <laughs> I did not Always do anything. Doing well. <laughs> Always doing well. Uh, I would, I would, I would have invited more people, but I don't know. There was like COVID restrictions and shit like that. I didn't even do, I, it wasn't even me who did the inviting. It was my girlfriend. So <laughs> one day you gotta get her on here. Because <laughs> until then she's mythical at this moment. Hey, mythical. mythical. So I've met her. She, she well, is met her. very quiet. Okay. So, so um, she does exist. Yes. Yeah, well, okay. English okay. is not her first language, so she has to translate in her head a lot. Okay. So that's, you know, right. that's, that's why right. she's we're a lot quiet. And she, she may or may not be watching us now. Sometimes she pops in and out. She doesn't say anything on chat, but she has said she's watched us on occasion. <laughs> it's like, what do uh, you do when you wear the weird hat? Well, what do I do? Just, I'm, 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 I'm acting <laughs> oh. as her. I'm conversating here. Oh, Preface. she knows what I do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when I wear the weird hat. Conversing. Flavio lets his freak flag fly. That's right. Are they, are they, are they like those, those panels behind you? Is that your flag? Is that my flag? No, that's my that's my um I don't want you to know where I am cover. <laughs> that's what that is. I like Texas so. flag. That's a, that's a that's a busy flag over there. Oh. <laughs> that's more like a tartan. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a Indian motif. Uh it's much larger than a flag. Um <laughs> it's a rug. It was supposed to be a like a bedspread or something, but I love it. Yeah, it looks great. Mount it to the wall. And then there's a pile of junk under it. I'm trying to hide. <laughs> and then we have to talk about Nicole's background a little bit. I like the moon shades there, the big mirror, uh, yeah. the mountains, the mountain range. Mountain range. The, those gears on the wall there. The nice awesome gear. gears on the wall. And the, is that a headboard that's gears or is that like? Yeah. Yep. That's a headboard that's gears. What? Yep. <laughs> what? Oh, oh steampunk your bedroom. All right. It's it's a canvas bedspread, like it's it's cushy, and then I just uh, spray painted gears on it. Perfect. <laughs> so on uh, on Amazon, you can get these vinyl tentacles that are like three to four feet long, and uh, I've been wanting to do like behind my headboard. Cause I got one of those really tall headboards that's like really nice oak, like red oak looking. I just want to like peeking around the edges. Of course, I'll terrify myself in the middle of the night. <laughs> Be so, wander into the bathroom, wander back in the room with my light and my phone, and be like, "Oh, oh my god!" The gears are about to change colors. Actually, uh, the oh. red ones are going to go purple. The black ones are going to stay black, and then the gold ones are probably going to turn to silver because I'm changing the colors of my room. I'm not really changing anything about the aesthetic. Just <laughs> just the colors. Okay. Colors. I like I like that. Change the colors. So like purple. um, purple's a good color. Yeah, purple's my favorite color. And everybody's like, your favorite color, but you have nothing that's purple. And I was like, I have tons of stuff that is purple. It's just not in my room. Like, <laughs> I, my my phone is purple. Like, oh. <laughs> okay, perfect. Now you said something about your car, though, Zach. What'd you say? What? Yes. <laughs> oh, he's changing his name. I had you on mute because I was afraid another screen was going to start talking and interrupting. Um, I've seen those those vinyl stickers that Jack was talking about. Yeah. They usually show them on walls, but you can put them on your car. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, uh, can I make it look like yeah. an elder god is about to come out of the exhaust? Because that's what I would want. They also have like you know vinyl vinyl anything, so you can put some vinyl gears on it. Get some some uh, Victorian filigree uh, if you don't mind going a little 
uh, Fru Fru. And, you know, there's there's a lot to work with. <laughs> I mean, I will, but as soon as I get the hail damage repaired on my car. Yeah, you tell me. Or the me vinyl can cover up the hail damage. You tell wow. me this after I get a car that I'm not allowed to put very many stickers on. Oh, no. Why do you have a car you're not allowed to put stickers on? So, okay, so my old car that had all the, the nerdy stickers on it, the brakes died. <laughs> and so um, it had 200,000 miles on it, so it, it did me good. And so we found a exact same model, um, actually a different year model of my Kia Soul, different color, with only 40,000 miles on it. And um, my dad bought it outright, and I'm buying it for my dad. And he's like, okay, until this is officially yours, put one sticker on it. I'm like, <sighs> okay. <laughs> Whatever works. Oh. You know, you could just entirely wrap your car and tell them it's one sticker. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I like that. Just hold all the stickers together, meticulously attach them with little tiny bits. Yeah. Well, as our tradition, I'm going to open up with our um, what are you drinking now? <laughs> First. <laughs> oh, well, today I found another I found another obviously another oatmeal stout. Ooh. This is called East Brother Beer Company, an oatmeal stout from Richmond, California. <laughs> Decided to try someplace different. Huh. Um, it's not bad. It's pretty it's really dark. Very dark. That's a good start right there. <laughs> yeah, very very dark. Yeah. Mm. Pretty smooth, pretty smooth, very smooth. They're saying it has um, English-inspired notes of rich malt, milk, chocolate, dark fruit, soft, comforting finish. Well, I can I can see the soft, comforting finish. I don't taste any chocolate. I don't know what they mean by dark fruit either, but it's not bad. It's a nice, smooth, wet drink. <laughs> oh, that sounds who's, good. Who, Who's talking? That, that, would, who's, that would be me talking, apparently. It's oh, okay. deciding that I need to be the Texas Steampunk Connection mm. versus Jack as the Steampunk Connection. Okay, no worries. I was just curious. Like, wait a minute, someone's taking over our feed. <laughs> <laughs> you have no power here. Oh, uh, do I not, huh? No. Dare me. Dare me. Dare me. Bye bye. <laughs> For anybody listening later on, I kicked him off the feed. I'm going to put him back on now. Okay, there you go. <laughs> oh darn! I was I was planning on uh, on, on on hacking back in. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, so Mick Ryder, um, I can I can put I can probably put magnets. I've got one that says I love my mutt because both of my dogs are mutts, and so I'll put that one. But my dad just doesn't want stickers on there because they fade and they get off, like fall off, and they get ugly. And right now that's his car, and he wants it to look nice. So I, I got a magnet for my car. Um, not the car I'm currently driving, but a previous one. I was very excited about. Finally showed up in the mail, and I went to put it on the back of my car to find out that all my car panels were plastic. Oh, yeah. oh no. There was no metal to attach oh. a magnet to. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> back, made of tin. Back to what we were drinking, I guess. Yes. So what are you drinking, Jack? I am on an herbal tea mix at the moment because oh, okay. I, uh, <clears throat> I haven't bought beer. I've been spending way too much money trying to invest in Dogecoin at the moment. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I am. Yeah, that's that's where my $20 went this week was Dogecoin. And I'm up $40, so it worked. <laughs> okay. 
You're at forty dollars on the twenty dollars. Um. Well, okay. I have total of forty dollars on the twenty. So you doubled, doubled your money because I, I got in on a point two six and I went in it and I got out at forty one. And I made some money and then I reinvested when it dropped under thirty uh, eight, and now I'm up to as of right now fifty six. So uh, here I am hey, playing. You're the, talking uh, cool. thirty eight fifty six cents. Yes, right. but when you have when you have some more zeros involved outside of that twenty and the forty, you're doing pretty good. Right, but as opposed to like Bitcoin, where you know one coin is going for tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, but you don't buy a whole coin; you buy parts of a coin. Okay, this is way off subject, guys. All right, let's go back. What do you? What do you? So, what are you drinking, Fax? Okay, um, I've been holding this in my fridge in case I couldn't find anything better. Um, so this week, having not gone to the grocery, I've got a B fifty two brewing. Banana beer. You find the weirdest banana thing. Beer. Banana beer. Like banana Foster inspired marshmallow lactose. Wow. A so the lactose banana beer that brings all the boys to the yard, as my wife just said. So be careful <laughs> when you open it. So lactose is put in beer to make like milk stouts to get yeah. that creamy uh, flavor. Because the, the beer yeast does not eat the lactose sugar. It's intolerant. Um, <laughs> well, it just ignores it. It doesn't eat it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm intolerant, so I couldn't drink that. But that's it. Oh, oh, wow. You finally found a beer you're intolerant to. I know, right? <laughs> so this is, is, it tastes very thick in your mouth. Like, like, like a, a, like a so milkshake? A little of that banana texture. Huh. I mean, just just the, the sort of thickness and you know, milkshakiness. So wow. is it like, like really fake banana from like the 1980s that no longer exists as a banana flavor, but it's what's considered banana still? <laughs> oh, I think they get the banana flavor from, I'm just guessing, but a lot of it from the, the beer yeast. Ah, they okay. use a particular yeah, kind of yeast that... that, that puts out a banana flavor. You get that a lot with uh, pale ales or uh, uh, scotches or, hmm. or, or whiskeys. Some of them have that, that sort of banana in it. Not because they put bananas in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I can tell you any scotches or whiskeys just taste like burning to me. There's not going to be any banana flavor at all. Erica says live oaks, uh, hefeweizen, and oh, yeah. she has, has a lot of banana notes in it. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. I remember that. Um, it's a sweet beer, so it's it's thick, kind of banana-y, kind of sweet. Um, not so much that it was a dessert, but it stands on its own, definitely. It looks so like it's pretty dark. <laughs> is it, a, it is. It stands on its own. Very dark. Slice it. I might enjoy that one. <laughs> I don't know where this came from, but I want to find more. <laughs> okay, awesome. How about you, Nicole? What are you drinking? Um, I am currently drinking watered down Coca-Cola. It's only watered down because my ice melted. Okay. Um, but I got I got a new mug that's not broken. So no leaking. No leaking. No leaking mugs this episode. Yeah. Apparently these mugs popped a man's tire. Like he ran over his mug and it didn't break the mug. It broke the tire. So I was like, Wow. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try this out. That sounds like a good mug. You know, Nicole, I'm, I'm always wondering after all of this, 
why you would need such a bulletproof mug in your life. But the more and more I get to know you, the more and more it actually seems to be about perfect. Yeah. I'm going to use <laughs> it as a shield against uh, Spark, who is actually Burke at Steampunk. I had to use it as a shield against I love. You. I love this. Yep. I would love to do <laughs> So... <laughs> I want to do some cinephotography when we finally get to Steampunk November. We, we really should do something, yeah. Cinephotography. <laughs> yeah, no, this will be this will be a Steampunk um, if Steampunk happens. I do have news on that. Um, they're trying. They're they're okay. trying. They're hoping. Um, they're hoping to be able to talk to vendors soon. Um, I don't know what. What is I don't know what's holding things up, but Leslie said we're hoping and she's passing out cards, so that's a pretty big hope if she's passing yeah. out cards. So, yeah. hear that, Kristen? Keep an eye out for that. <laughs> if yeah. you're still listening, um, we told Kristen last weekend too. Okay. So. <laughs> Perfect. I wonder if we could get them on here if they like when they decide to push the button, if they would like to, like, I don't know how they would feel about doing like a, even like a 15 minute, just little moment or a five minute. Hey, we're doing the thing. Right. If we can get them on, that'd be great. I don't know how much good it would actually do them, but it'll do us good. Right. Um, <laughs> I'll see, I'll see Leslie again in two weeks. Okay. So I'll, I'll. Perfect. We'll be on again in two weeks. Somebody <laughs> remind me. Okay. We'll poke uh, you. Yeah. Yeah. Just remind me and I'll, I'll, I'll talk to her so. all right well that, that ends our uh, what are you drinking now segment the podcast within a podcast with some, some late breaking some well you heard News. it here first folks that steampunk november is trying they're gonna try really hard to get to get up and running this year they have a few months so hopefully they, they can i mean i'm most of us if not all of us are vaccinated already um i'm vaccinated fully i know Thax is vaccinated mm -hmm. i've been shot <laughs> you've been shot okay <laughs> and once well, or twice <laughs> multiple times we won't talk about it hello from new mexico oh hello to new mexico sorry bye bye, bye. <laughs> nicole no. are you, are you uh, vaccinated not yet uh, i gotta find time to do that because i've got to take two days off for it because i am in such close proximity with people that if i even feel sick i can't come in so i plan on taking two days off for that but seeing as how i'm the only person at work right now kind of can't so hmm. Hmm. You would think in your line of work they would want you to be vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, you would think. Yeah, that's wow. weird weird with that. But anyway. Yeah, it was when I had the same problem in my work too. Ooh, well, Rita's about to get her second shot. All right, Rita. <laughs> Great, Rita. That that's awesome. Yeah, it, it's so exciting that things are starting to open up again uh as a result of actually, you know, people getting the shot and being able to mm -hmm. go out safely as yeah. opposed to opening up again regardless of all and you know yeah spreading the the, the uh, pandemic but yeah i went to a restaurant this week what? i know it's crazy tv <laughs> although at this point some of the restaurants i've noticed are taken down like they're, they they, they had barriers up between booths at one point or another like mm -hmm. you know just for protection kind of thing mm -hmm. some restaurants still have those some restaurants are taking those down i think they're taking them down a little too early they should at least wait a little bit longer just because, just just for the aesthetic and for you know, just in case kind of situation, you know. Yeah, I've I've been in a couple, and I'll admit to that. I 
it's weird to sit with people right behind you again. Exactly. It's so weird. <laughs> no, I, I kind of like the whole six keep six feet away from me thing. You know, as people I don't know keep six feet away from me at least. I don't care if you're sick or not. Just you keep know? that rule from here on out. Just six and and, oh, and the lifting of the lockdown is really pissing off. I mean, my the traffic has gone back to insane and stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that People is stay home. <laughs> stay. Work from home. Just just keep working from home. There's no reason not to. I know, anymore. right? I, my job, I have to be out there in the traffic because I'm, I'm mobile with my job. The yeah, rest of you, you could have stayed home. I can stay home, so. Like, yeah, if you, don't, like if you can't stay home for your job, great. But if you can, do it. Ninety to the percent of the people I talk to are on the phone. Very few people actually walk into the <clears> office <throat> I work. And it's usually stuff that they, all right, if I'm taking cash payments, that, that's unavoidable. I can't do that over the phone. Right. I make cash, credit, they check to a degree, go on our website and pay. It's just, it's convenient for me to be there to take cash. And um, yeah, so, but other than that, I get maybe eight people tops a day in my office. <laughs> oh my so. God, that's too many. <laughs> yeah. What's funny, my office ways. are all vaccinated. But my supervisor, when he wants to come over to me, he'll like stop about 10 feet away and tell me to put my mask on so he can come over. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, it's That's the something. of the thing at this point. I, I kind of appreciate it. Um, yeah. I don't think boss does that anymore, but okay. Well, I'm just saying like also, what was it? A couple last week or two. I, I've been going to San Antonio a lot for my job just because there's been a lot of stuff going on. And you should take, it's about a two hour drive from my house to wherever I need to be. And coming home about two hours back. Last week it took me four freaking hours to get home. Wow. <laughs> okay. Was it because rush hour? traffic, accident in New Braunfels, and then just Austin messed up traffic just in general. You know, mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. just crazy. Go stay home, people. Just stay home. There's no need for you to be out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's my sorry about the commentary. Let's let's actually start talking some steampunk, guys. There's a TV show you guys have been wanting to talk about so much <laughs> on so Netflix. So much. And I don't know how many people have seen it or not, so we're gonna have to be careful about it, Dax. I've seen the whole thing. I haven't seen it, so Shadow okay. and Bone. So we'll, we'll do we'll do over overarching stuff that doesn't actually deal with major plot points, but just like the the the, the way it's done, like the niceties of how it looks and the feel of it. Okay, I'm just gonna start out. Um, you y'all oh. need to go see it. Yeah, because it go is watch it now awesome. after this episode. So is it Shadow and Bone or Illuminaries? Shadow uh, and Bone. We, we talked about Illuminaries. Uh, uh, Did we? Illuminaries? No. We, we I, I talked, talked about, about the, it. I talked about it uh, two, four weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. I remember us talking about Illuminaries. Illuminaries. And it's, it's I, cool. Um, I, don't, I don't remember Illuminaries. I remember... Um, that's I'm also it. I'm also excited. The irregulars, the irregulars, the irregulars. I'm sorry. I'm also yeah. excited about the never the the nevers, vice sci-fi. Like that's another one because that has, um, what's her name, Eva Green in it. Mm -hmm. So, but it's on HBO, yes. so we can't afford to go see it yet. Oh, I've I been watching it. HBO, it's good. So. I recommend it. <laughs> I'll wait. We'll what talk about it another day. I know steampunk on TV everywhere. <laughs> Shadow and Bone, the Illuminaries, which I know nothing about. Rather, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but wow, like good shows too. Yeah. Shadow and Bone, which we want to talk about tonight. Yeah. So good. 
Yeah, it's like the I want to say it's it's kind of Game of Thronesy with its like political system ish, but with a lot more like family friendly, I guess. They they do a good job in building the in in world building, and they don't tell you everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you sort of have to f- fill in the blanks, but it makes it feel like a real or more realistic space. Yeah, um, they don't have any of those weird people coming in. Like we're just going to have a moment where we're going to explain what the character should already know for just the viewer. So, right, the yeah. characters know it, but you don't, and you're not going to get to. Like <laughs> you didn't know there was a king until like. Oh, there's a king? Okay. Now all of a sudden he's I'm a not plot. even he's... sure what he's king of. <laughs> that, well, it didn't okay, matter the, to the, the characters. Well, so. the land that they're in, that whole yeah. that that dark thing that's that whole darkness or whatever, that split yeah. their country in half. Yes. So right. that, that's the that's the whole that's the whole thing right there. Yeah, and plus and darkness. they're at war with other countries, right? Around them. It, yeah, it's it's kind of messed up their economy. Half the countries in half. You can go around the big barrier, which is not really a barrier per se. It's just think of it as like an evil sea. There's sea monsters that live in there and whatnot, but it's actually not water. It's just shadow. It, so all the bad things live there. It seems and sort of deserty. Yeah, in there, it, it, things have died in there. It used to be a lush forest, and thing it just has died because there's no light. And now there's evil things that they'll run amok. There's wandering grooves and things like that. And so, but you can go around it, but it takes like four to five months. So no one wants to travel around it. And there's other warring countries on each end of that, that rift. So even going around it, you could be captured by a, by a a, a warring country and, and, you know, held for ransom or whatever they do. Yeah. And so the other side of the country is kind of like, well, we're kind of separate from everything else at the moment going on. We're kind of safe with this barrier thing up. Maybe we should go do our own thing. This sounds oddly like the book I'm reading, but not at the same time. Um, it was. It is based on a series of books. Yes, it Actually, is. it's based on two series of books, I think. Like, uh, there are a number of series, but what we're watching right now uh, is the Shadow and Bone trilogy. Uh, mm-hmm. I looked that up. And it's one of those funny five book trilogies. Okay. Well, what happened was <laughs> is there's the, the overarching plot of like all the main characters, and then yeah. they have these this little kind of like subplots they fill in with these other like I want to call them minor characters, but the TV show brings them in as an entire like they get equal time of storyline, and you really yeah. care about them, right? And so I got to the end of the first season, I'm like, why were we following those two characters who didn't do anything? <laughs> I mean, now we have sort of their backstory because yeah. I think they're going to like be important in the next season. But yeah. they didn't really do anything here. But well, it was still a good story. Things. Yeah, they said some cute things. They had a moment, but other than that, they weren't really prevalent or relevant to the plot, which is fine with me. I don't mind having everything. Not everything has to make sense. And that's one reason I liked about this is there's a lot of just like, oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. They don't explain it, but I can make a deception. Okay. Well, let's let's slow down a bit. Let's go. I'm just going to give my first impressions. My first impression is that the aesthetic, it, instead of being like Victorian England, it was more Russian aesthetic, I think. Yes. With their with their dress and the, even some of the architecture was very Russian. Huh? Um, that was really nice. I like that. It was different for sure. Um, to me, it was also very very. I mean, it is a YA book, um, you know, young reader book or young adult book or whatever. And it was there was a lot of YA to me. It's it, I was like, man, this is definitely a YA. <laughs> 
<laughs> so may I, may I say something? I have watched a lot of young person TV recently and like teenagerish stuff. Some of the <laughs> kind of, okay. however, the, the way they wrote this, the scripts, it, it does not read. I mean, it reads like someone who has some grade levels to it. Like it, it's not simple. I must say, I, I, you know, I understand what you're saying, but to me, I mean, that's the first time I've ever watched the show and said, wow, this is definitely YA. Uh, not that it was bad. I'm saying, but I, I felt it. So this is a corresponding book series with six of crows. Yes. Okay. Okay. I know. I kind of know some of what we're talking about now. Like <laughs> I didn't put the three together. Three, whatever. I don't know. Is but that what I'm you're currently reading that sounds like this? No, I'm currently reading a book called The Bone Witch and it's not even by the same author. So, okay. but similar warring countries and, but there's magic involved. Yeah. So to okay. bring the question about, is it steampunk or not? I'm going I to say, I, I don't know if it's really true steampunk, except for the fact that the fantasy of it is the magic wielders are becoming less relevant. And that is kind of why the villain is the way he is, is he's feeling threatened. And so, because technology is catching up. You have steam engines, you have these wind sail, like everything used to be kind of, well, you know, let's just get a magic person to, you know, give us the shortcut. Well, now we have the ability to make trains, we have guns, we have revolvers, which actually, revolvers are faster than you casting a spell. And I don't have to do a funny thing with my hand to make it happen. Uh, they, they actually start kind of mentioning that. And yeah. so there's, there's technologies finally catching up. And I want to say I like it because there's just enough there's enough fiction to it. It's not our world. And I don't know. Here, help me out, Dax. It's, it's not completely steampunk, but it's still steampunk because it's um, the fantasy, right? The uh, the author of the books referred to them as czarpunk. Okay. That's and I thought, yes, that's exactly right. It's czarist Russia punk. Um, so you, you've still got Victorian long coats and top hats, but it's a, a Russian style uh, uh, costume European, and uh, which which was refreshing, really interesting. Yes. I really liked it. Like uh, the, the magic, they refer to it as the small sciences. Mm -hmm. So they 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 treat them like they're they're science, uh, even though they don't fit with our understanding of science. I think magical chemistry is the way they kind of explain it. We do little things because it does take from us to do it. Therefore, you don't want to do big things. So it's alchemy. It's, it's alchemy. It's, yeah. There's, yeah. There's alchemy in it, or they don't use the term, but yeah. But yeah, they use alchemy. Uh, oh, and then, of course, I want to know more about the politics of the region. And they don't really go into it a whole lot. They allude to a lot. You, you feel that people don't know what they don't know more than they should, for one. These are simple people. Most, like, the two characters you're following, one's a map reader from the military, and the other guy's a tracker. They don't know, I and mean, they know that the warring factions they're fighting, but they're like, <clears throat> I've never been there. Of course, they wouldn't let me through their borders. And so it's 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 wonderfully refreshing because it's fairly narrow for the characters that are there. And then you meet when you run to the other group of characters who are more worldly and they know all these things and they talk about them. And all the other characters kind of like, well, I don't know how to, I don't know how to interact with this conversation, so I'll change the subject. But uh, I don't know, it felt 
it felt pretty good. I liked it. It moved, it moved at a good pace too. It starts off. You're like, I think the first episode is the weird one because the two, it's, it's like one part's the past and one part's the present. And you don't know that until about halfway to 75% of the way through the episode. And then it's like, Oh, okay. These two events are not corresponding at the same time. So it's like but, Witcher. It's exactly like Witcher. Yes. Except okay. Witcher has a moment of like, oh, he's got the scar, or he doesn't have the scar. Or <laughs> I didn't even notice the scar. Yeah, Witcher was a little bit timey back and forth, past, yeah. past future, present. Yeah. You know, I got a little confused at first, but I finally figured it out eventually. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's that's me. I I was confused as to what was happening, and then I finally put the pieces together around the end of season one. Yeah. <laughs> I found that really frustrating. Yeah, I I, I, didn't, I I didn't have a problem with it at all, but of course I've I've. I like time travel stuff, so I get, I'm used to like, all right, this is different. And then there's always like a tiny cue, and it's I don't know, I don't have a problem with time travel. <laughs> Unlike the stupid book Steambound, where they had a flashback or flash forward, I don't know what the fuck was happening with this one. <laughs> Never mind. That's a callback from a previous review. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, no, I don't have a problem with time travel either. And I did finally see the cue. But I was like, oh, this is going back and forth. And I've got three episodes left to figure out what the hell is going on. So, okay. <laughs> but once you figured it out, it was actually, it actually, hey, oh, wow, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, this makes sense now. Now that I know they're going back and forth. But yeah, no. It does give you a reason to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I, did, I haven't. <laughs> So if you guys are interested in Zarpunk, this is a very, very decent uh, version of it. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, to it. it wasn't very far off of being a steampunk. It could have been easily steampunk if they just added a few more gadgets or whatever. I'm fine with it being called steampunk. I, I think it, 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 it fits for me. It's definitely got... It's close enough? It's got two out of three, and it's almost got three out of three. All right. Sounds I mean, yeah. short. Okay. One air guy, one air wizard guy from just right. saying, hey, look, let's push a balloon. And now we're steampunk. And uh, well, they didn't have balloons. They had the, I guess, like the sand, the sand ships were in the, They just they, they had the person yes. using the, using their air powers to blow the sails across the sand. Yeah, well, they, they, they had a train. It was like a more grown up version of Avatar. In some they cases. did have a train. Another, yes. another <laughs> variant of Avatar because it's like you got the fire wielders and you got the wind people and you got. Mm -hmm. like, like they're obviously specialties of people what they're good at, and there's not really many that cross yeah, that do much cross across. You know, right, right, and, and the blood the bloodbenders or whatever. <laughs> oh, the, the heart renders. Oh, oh, the heart renders. Is, I liked that as a trick. That was a good one. I like how they pulled that off, and how everyone's just like, "Nope, tie your hands apart." Like, mm -hmm. Smart. I mean, you know, it's how you deal with a witch, or you know, it's, it's you just deal with it. And uh, I don't know. To me, it was refreshing. I loved all of the um, the costumes. I oh not, yeah! I wanted all the jackets every time yeah, I saw a new they, jacket. They were awesome. I loved. Yeah, yeah, I agree with the outfits. They were the oh. costumes are beautiful. They yeah, must so have I'm had actually, like sorry embroidery machines on the cheap. They just bought a bunch of them and said, "Let's embroidery embroider everything." Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my new character for Steampunk November is Russian. Uh, then you need you definitely need to watch the show so for some inspiration. Now, now that I know this is Zarpunk, I need to watch this to get a few more ideas for her because mm -hmm. she's she started out looking very much like um, 
Kate Beckinsale in um, Van Helsing. And I was like, I need to kind of deviate something here. <laughs> you need, like, uh, the one thing I've noticed about World War II Russian military, like, clothing and whatnot is it's, it's like, almost, there's, like, two sizes fits all. There's only two sizes, large and small. And so either your clothes <laughs> don't fit because they're too tight or they're bulky and blow, you know, just, just big. They're well, always over, over, over much. Well, if, if, you know, if Steampunk November actually, you know, ends up happening and it's actually cold, yeah. lots of layers and bulkiness will be <laughs> great. True. But if it's not, I'm probably going to still take Natalie McTavish with me because cooler clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I have been wanting to make a uh, an African campaign out a safari outfit for Jack because it's hot, and I'm. I tired. have one of those. I, I know you do. <laughs> and uh, Jack is jealous. So, but yeah, it'll, it'll, like pith hat's not me, so I'll probably keep with the black hat. But I need like ten cowboy fatigues or something. <laughs> yeah, my pants and my shirt for Natalie are like cotton really breathable you know mm. for hotter weather and then i just stack fur on top of her that's that's what i do with natalie and but <laughs> but if i do the czar one i'm gonna have to find a different route to be yeah know. there was a lot there was a lot of fur in, in this show too they had a lot of fur stuff like fur shoulders and capes and whatnot just a lot of fur fur hats they have the fur hats yeah <laughs> that sounds pretty russian yep from from you know based off of like Hollywood Hollywood Russian <laughs> yes Hollywood Russian <laughs> but it, they were really nice really great outfits really great outfits I mean I do recommend the show and apparently I mean yeah steampunk okay two out of three almost at the third <laughs> so yeah we'll call it steampunk and it was really good um, I am currently watching the Nevers as well but it's only once a week so I'm not through the whole show it's I'm not talking about plot but it is. It is the most steampunk I've ever seen on TV. Um, they they got the they got the gadgets. They got it all. So <laughs> nice. One thing that really hit me with uh, Shadow and Bone, or the parts that I liked the best, really reminded me of my favorite so far, my favorite fantasy novel that I've ever read. It's not steampunk, but it's also like not really magic. It's just sort of a different fantasy world. Uh, the book is called The Lies of Locke Lamora. By, oh, you told uh, me about that one, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's basically, uh, it's a heist book. The, the, the plots are, you know, designing and executing the big heist. And I got a lot of that in Shadow and Bone. And the characters yes. that are doing the heist are like yep. so interesting. I like and, them, yeah. Oh, they were so cool. Yeah, we really, I really like the, the. But I wanted to see them pretty much all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like anytime the gunslinger was on, on, he's like, oh, I'm so awesome and I'm going to pull it off. And yeah. Just smooth. Yeah. Jasper. Was it Jasper? Yeah. Yeah. Well, essentially, those, those, those people, those guys, the, those, those people running the heist, they were pretty much what everybody who's role playing steampunk bad guys, that's what they want to be. You know? <laughs> but they're not bad guys. They're well, just, no. villains or you know, guys. whatever. You know, you know what I'm saying. Area. 
okay, whatever. You know what I'm talking about, pay. though. You know, it's like, oh, I we're mean, the, you know, well, we're the villains or we're the thieves or pirates or whatever. That's what they want to be. That's what they think themselves think of themselves freedom. as. It's all about <laughs> freedom for them. It was the freedom involved and the ownership of things and like the fact that he only like them. One of the characters collects, you know, rare things and they have to be one of a kind. And uh, then you have the gunslinger guy who's just kind of doing his thing and being awesome and just spectacular at it. And uh, then you have one, the girl paying her debts kind of thing. So I mean, you got the little, the little, the vague storylines that build upon themselves and mm -hmm. have history with it. And who just has to be awesome with knives as well, <laughs> you know, and stealthy, very almost based, pretty much assassin. She's an assassin type. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if she was supposed to be one of the magic casters too for the, for the beginning. It, it took me a while to realize she was just sneaky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there seems to be like an underlying either like I'm not gonna say karma, but like the fact that even the tracker oh, says he can sometimes like tell when certain things are about to happen. So I'm wondering if there's kind of like an underlying force or something going on because there were some moments I'm like, we call it plot, Jack. Well, no, I mean, he, he, he literally mentions because it. it helps the plot. He mentions it though, like he hears a sound that no one else can hear. So I'm like, when are they going to bring up this? Because this well, he's more, he's just more experienced at this kind of stuff. That's why he's a tracker, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe there's more of it in the novels. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm always thinking, okay, what am I, what are we missing because we're not reading the novels? Because there's a lot to it, and this makes me want to go read the novels. Actually, so. that's what they're, that's what they're hoping for. They want you to go yeah. buy the novels to read them. <laughs> so. List now. so I I have two copies of Six of Crows. If anybody wants a copy of Six of Crows, now, all right, we should have a little small contest or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> However, you want to give it away, let them know. <laughs> Which I mean, it's not the same series, but it's they they intermingle. So it's it's in the same world, right? Yeah. It might be some of the same characters since you haven't seen it. Um, we don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I've mostly been tuning y'all out. I'm just kind of sitting here and waving to people on the feed. <laughs> oh, hello, Karen Alyssa Sermons. Hello, I I don't think we've seen you on before. Hello, thank you for joining uh, she, us. She's been on once. That's one of my oh. good friends. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen the I don't think I've seen you say hello either. Um, so hi. That's you're, you're talking to Nicole yourself. She's Not on here with Nicole, us. The other Nicole. <laughs> oh, different Nicoles. No, that's the same Nicole. That's me. No, yeah, that's what? her. Nicole McDonald is me. Why am I waving at you? You're all right. I already know you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's Tony Gage. I know. Hello. Hey. Ew. The necromancer, the necromancer, <clears throat> no, yes, necro professor, necro professor, necro professor. Yes, I knew that. Sorry, you know, I knew that. Mug, by the way, he that's one thing I wanted to throw out there is go check up, go check him out specifically. He has a new, a new mug, a new mug. It's <laughs> got a new mug, it's cool, got, cool. got his mug on it. Oh, that's a terrible joke. All right, <laughs> okay, I just got that. Okay, but I'm pump. I'm laughing because it just took me a couple minutes, a couple seconds to get it. <laughs> no groans. That's also I'm, laughing. I'm not laughing at the joke. I'm laughing at myself. I like what Vice Life I was saying. Men's steampunk summer wear is tricky. How do we work in shorts? I know one man who can work, who has easily done that. And um, I'm trying to think what. 
I'm thinking like the, 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 the I've seen safari outfits that have khaki yeah. shorts for yeah, the most part. He, he he does the whole pith helmet safari thing, and he mm-hmm. has these ridiculous lugers guns he carries around. They're almost always shoulder mounted, and about eight yep. feet long. I think and the safari outfit's the only acceptable way to wear shorts. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Got the I tall don't socks like to go with it. Yeah, I don't. I, I personally won't do it, but that's the only acceptable way I, to do it. I don't it. want people to see my uh, my knees. That's that's uh, <laughs> that's filthy. <laughs> it's scandalous. Entirely inappropriate facts. But that's what, dare you. So I must wear really long socks. Um, <laughs> Lennon, find Lennon pants. Lennon is awesome. Mm-hmm. It, Lennon it's pants. but it is so much cooler than cotton. Definitely. Train coming, putting you on mute. Lennon pants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't get. I didn't get any pants no. you sent me. Pirates can wear shoes. All right. So, are we are we done with the shadow and bone talk? Never. Never. Okay. Yeah, nothing else to add. <laughs> I suppose, uh, Jack, that's what you want to talk about as well. Okay. So, I'm going to do my homework real quick here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see what we got here. I'm going to share. Somebody sent me a message. What the hell? That was me. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I'm in the middle of a conversation. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's a question that's that's valid. It's pertinent. Do th- I don't think we're going to have time for that today. Okay, that's fine. Moving on. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> he distracted me. All right. What was I going to do? Share screen. I found a new shock. Oh, surprise. <laughs> Ooh. Girl who electrified Tesla. Ooh. This is uh, basically, there's a, apparently there's a hero named Minky Woodcock who's a female investigator. And it's written... Basically, uh, well, let's roll over here. Launching this spring, Mickey Woodcock, the girl who electrified Tesla, is a set is set during World War II, more than two decades after the events of the 2017. Oh yeah, the girl who handcuffed Houdini. That's on my list to read. And sees it and sees the detective becoming embroiled in a new case involving inventor Nikola Tesla, Nazi agents, and the race to create the world's first weapon of mass destruction. The new series is once written once again written and illustrated by Mickey creator Cynthia von Berler who said in a statement about the new series, as with the Houdini episode, all of the antidotes related to Tesla's life in my book are based on fact. I really love finding bizarre and believable facts and weaving them into my stories. Tesla has a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> Van Buller is also providing one of the covers for the first issue of The Girl Who Likes Fire, blah, blah, blah. So, okay, Beyond Mickey. All right, that's more stuff. But anyway, The Girl Who Electrified Tesla. This, this new... Uh, this new... Female, um, Minky Wood, Minky Woodcock is a she's an invest she's an investigator, and you know and she's of course investigating. She's looking into. I'm gonna stop sharing. She's looking into you know de- Tesla's death ray. Remember Tesla's death ray? Oh yeah. You know he was trying to build, and people trying to and people trying to steal the steal the schematics for it, and you know it's basically you know Nazis and it, it's just a whole. So it's it's like it's, we it's, it's about it's, that like two seasons ago. Yeah, no, I believe so. Because there was that there was that TV show that was they were trying to rebuild his death ray. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that. Um, it's it's from Titan Comics. Um, also called it's called a, it's a, it's a an imprint called Hard Case Crime. If you can see that in the corner there, Hard Case Crime, Titan Comics. And uh, it, it's actually pretty good. I mean, it's of course it's it's fiction, but it is based around the life of Tesla toward the end of his life, um, basically. 
and of course it, it, there's all you know hijinks and there's, there's spies and nazis and everybody trying to get a hold of these plans for this death ray you know and and she's talking to tesla that's one thing tesla actually she he almost like she was a reporter but she's not a reporter but she managed to get into his life and starts talking to him she introduces her to his pigeon that he loves kind of thing <laughs> you know, okay, like, very late in life yes yes it's toward the end of his life um and it's centered around i think uh, i think the the it's going to be centered around his death eventually um it may have to do with his uh plans for the death ray you know he's trying to you know he's trying to get his you know get his lab back and up and running and stuff like that it's, it's actually really good it's really well written i'm enjoying it it's only the first the first step the first one that came out last week you should still you should still be able to find it in your local comic shop um i put up i'll put up a i'll just uh let me do do do, do. i'm gonna send that to our chat there. So it sounds like uh, sort of a, a diesel punk and a pulp, yes. pulp comic sort of feel. Exactly. Um, that's almost right. You know, and the main thing what got my attention was Tesla. You know, I, I consider Tesla the saint. Saint. The saint, saint ah, I can't speak anymore. Patron saint. Patron <laughs> saint. Thank you <laughs> of, of, of steampunk. <laughs> uh, so and so. And this is centered around steampunk. Um, like apparently there was a series before this about the girl who handcuffed Houdini, the same girl, Mickey Woodcock. Um, I think that's generally around the same time period as well. So I'm happy with. I'm going to look into that one, see how close that is to being steampunk. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's another series. I, I mean, this is a great time for steampunk, man. We got steampunk on your TV. We got steampunk on the comic books. We got steampunk in the novels. We got steampunk everywhere. This is a great time to be steampunk. There's steampunk everywhere. I don't remember a time where we had three TV shows on major network, major networks that could be considered steampunk. Exactly. That is exactly right. The, and good ones. And perfect. Yeah. Good. The yeah. last, the last steampunk TV show that I remember really hearing much about is Steampunked, and oh, yeah. the the reality show. Yeah, that, that was oh man. Yeah, we talked about that one too. Yeah, Warehouse <laughs> was, Thirteen was kind of steampunky. I liked Warehouse Thirteen. Yes, the warehouse themselves, the warehouse itself was very steampunk. <laughs> and then, mm. like, but there's some been some kind of one off movies. The what was it the episode of uh, one episode like like disenchanted season oh, was yeah. done in like we a steampunk world and they that were very fun. exceedingly overly like i'll admit that that artistry for the steampunk world was perfect it was yes, so it was. well detailed and so like it's it's in culture now if you haven't heard of steampunk by now it's because you live in just don't don't go the same places you don't really you're not on the internet in the right places i guess anymore it's kind of I don't know. I've run into people who don't know what steampunk is. And yet I live like right next to a Renaissance festival. <laughs> so and, and pretty and not too far away from the from um um ghost town. <laughs> yeah, in the ghost town. I mean I live I live in like everyone knows Wild West, so when I tell them this is eighteen hundred science fiction, they're like, Oh, okay, I can kind of get behind that. Yeah. But so yeah, don't let anybody tell you that steampunk is dying. It's still out there. And it's and like like I said, three major TV shows at the same time. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> My family only knows what steampunk is because of me. Yeah. Like, there, there's portions of, of people on my mom's side of the family that are still like, what are you doing? Like, what is this? I'm like, it's steampunk. And they're like, I don't understand what that is. And I'm like, it's this. 
it's like if you took the Wild West and Victorian England and just kind of mashed them together and threw some gears and some, you know, science stuff in it. And... It's like historical reacting without the without the history, I guess. It yeah. Does. You kind of figure out, okay, where where is their baseline that you can kind of go from? Right. Uh, I've brought up Jules Verne to people before, and they said, mm -hmm. oh, I don't watch that show. <laughs> um, <laughs> what show? <laughs> Jules Verne. It was... See, see, I, so I, I picked a, a baseline that was not there. Um, I, I usually have to jump. I'll, I'll be like old books. I'll go like Wild Wild West movie. And the newest mm -hmm. one, that one where the, 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 the cities are eating each other, that one's fairly steampunk. Yeah, Mortal Engines. Um, yeah. yeah, people have heard of that one. They're like, that was weird. I'm like, yeah, yeah, the problem with like Mortal that. Engines is it, it ended up falling on its face. Um, we didn't really talk about it on this show, but I haven't I seen talked it about yet, the book so. once, I believe. Yeah, we talked about it a little. The book's the book was great. The movie, as soon as it diverged from the book, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh, although Carnival um, Row was not too long ago, I remember that one on um, yeah. Prime Video. That was that was that was pretty good. Steampunk. Yeah, didn't go over well Extraordinary either. Gentleman. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, that, yeah. That Extraordinary know. Gentleman is is one that my family mostly recognizes as steampunk because Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a good attempt. It wasn't a great movie, but it was a good attempt. Hey. <laughs> doing like seven pages of a comic, I said they didn't do too bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. <laughs> I really liked Carnival Row, but I'm a huge Orlando Bloom fan, and I kind of, I kind of considered Carnival Row as more like fantasy punk. Because I didn't see a whole lot of steam in it. I mean, I saw some of it, like, but because of the fairies, I, I considered it very much like fantasy or fey punk. But that's just me. But I liked it all the same because yeah, I it was good. And I love punk stuff. So, uh, yeah. Oh, what movie was it? There was a movie that came out a while, a while ago now. And it had, it was about like a falling star and it was a girl, like Stardust maybe is oh, the movie. Stardust, it yes. Had, what's his name being the lightning collector in an airship? Um, um, what was his name? Uh, not, not DeVito. The mole. Um, De Niro. Robert De Niro. De Niro. Yes. It was um, De Niro. Like that was like the most steampunk thing I've seen in a long time. And then it was just it was done and it was gone and no one knew that scene. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was that I was read the comics before the movie came out. And uh beautiful fantasy, not strongly steampunk, but I enjoyed it. When you find oh. yourself on a flying boat. Like, yeah, oh, flying boat collecting lightning. That's that's pretty steampunk. <laughs> you know? sure. We're putting lightning in bottles here. I mean, it's yeah. pretty steampunk. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, it's wow. it's really hard to explain steampunk because it's not like it's not like trying to explain Dune to somebody. You know, there's not like there's book and movies behind it. There's just it's it's an, it's a concept and an idea that doesn't have a main core of something. Yeah. And so, like, you ever heard of a Cthulhu? Yeah, that's kind of steampunk, but not really. But it's involved. And yeah. <laughs> it's, well, it's the, in there. That one comic, the Mistatonic, that I that I introduced recently, that one comic that I talked about, that was Cthulhu-based. Cthulhu yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, steampunk is very broad. Like I said, that's why we have the you know these categories that we try to you know if it doesn't have at least three of three out of these, three or four out of these, you know, mm -hmm. or two two out of three or three out of four, Most whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, we might we might need to expand on that. <laughs> and get some, I mean, we know. could. That could be. They make it hard. It, it, 
But then we're but then we're those people saying things aren't steampunk when you know they could possibly. Well, I don't know. I think we try really hard not to be like gatekeepers. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I, I definitely it, do not want to be a gatekeeper. I just want to introduce where you have to draw a line. Exactly. Well, steampunk Star Wars and Star Trek out there. I mean, we're kind of like we're really just like okay. steampunk as an aesthetic. So okay, like the, okay. <laughs> I do have the steampunk Star Trek, and to me, the only reason I like it is because it is not. They're not twisting Captain Kirk and shoving him into a steampunk setting. It's a different. It's a different, different Enterprise, different crew completely. So it could be an alternate dimension. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I think that's, but the, but I think now, okay, now, now the Steam Wars, the, the Star Wars, Steam Wars comics, I did not like those because they were like, they were saying this was C3PO, but clearly it was not C3PO. <laughs> you know, they took yeah. them, they completely twisted them, you know, or this is Han Solo. That's clearly that wasn't Han Solo, you know, kind of thing. That's that, that was that was the difference in my head between Star Wars steampunk and the Star Trek steampunk. See, um, I wasn't even <laughs> thinking about that. I know, I know some people in the group and in, oh, in the uh, that go to conventions that have dressed up like you have steampunk darth vader Luke, like there's a group of guys and girls who do the steampunk star I, wars i'm okay with those because they're 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 sort of fan reimaginings of things but they're not publishing a whole series of comics it, it's sort of hard it's more to more that you have to swallow rather than finding someone at a convention who's steampunk boba fett and okay that's cool. There's two and things I like. Let's put them together. Fusion. <laughs> well, I mean, I was talking about cosplaying. That's different, you know, to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you want to, if you want to, you know, steampunk up your outfit, great, you know. But I mean, when when it comes to like storytelling, like I said, I didn't like the steampunk Star Wars because they were just they were saying, you know, people like this is Han Solo, this is Chewbacca, but they were clearly not those characters. You know, if they had just said it was a Star Wars tale. With it a steampunk a aesthetic, goofy. yeah, a little goofy. It was very goofy, but like I said, the, the start, the Star Trek steampunk. Like I said, they didn't try to say this is Kirk. They said this is completely different. This is a different Enterprise with a different crew that just happens to have a steampunk aesthetic to it, and it worked for me anyway. Because it's just you know alternate version, alternate alternate world, whatever you want to call it, you know. So and I have those comics, and they're really good. <laughs> what do you think, Nicole? Oh. <laughs> Throw you on the spot. Um, I'm one of those that's like, don't like. If they had claimed, I don't. I I haven't seen or read the 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 Star Wars, the Steam Star Wars or what are Steam Wars. Um, but you, I'm kind of picky about my Han Solo. If he's not the same Han Solo, it's not Han Solo. Um, exactly. Now, like. Not to say if it's not Harrison Ford, it's not Han Solo because the new Solo movie, the guy who plays Han Solo, he did a good job. But they kept to the storyline, they kept to his character. It's all good. Now, if they just took the name Han Solo and stuck it on a different personality, it's like no, no. That's exactly what they did with the Steam Wars. Yeah. Okay. So, then, yeah, that's I, my I, argument. I I understand, but I'm not gonna be like, no, you can't do that in steampunk. Like, I'm not gonna. If someone wants to dress up as that character and say they're Han Solo, I'm not gonna be one. To, <laughs> like, no. Well, I right. guess what I'm saying is, well, I guess what I'm saying is that well, I'm not saying it wasn't steampunk. What I'm saying is it wasn't Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, Star Wars, like kind of has a canon that you kind of mm -hmm. need to stick to whereas steampunk doesn't really have a canon so exactly <laughs> do whatever the heck you want so 
that, apparently by sci-fi there's a steampunk faq by mike perkson doctor in steampunk oh doctor in steampunk literature well we're about to have another doctor uh, <laughs> right now Ooh. master blue stocking is working on her doctorate right now she's been on the show a few times nice. <laughs> i i do would i would love to have a guy who has like is doctorate in steampunk literature that's an interesting uh how do you get a doctorate in something that's like up and coming like this yeah and why didn't anybody tell me that you know seven years thing. ago when i was working through college like <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> undergraduate I, I feeling that doctor, when you get to the doctorate level you kind of get to make it up as you go along that's valid. i know somebody who's got a doctorate in larp yeah I'm, i know her yeah we don't i know you're talking about i'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know dispute her doctorate she knows her stuff there, there is that i mean I, I learned I learned accounting in college from a man who had his doctorate in the clarinet. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he better be damn good with a clarinet. Well, he, was, he was very unforgiving when it came to accounting. You're allowed to make two mistakes oh. ever, <laughs> ever. Okay. What? I know. I know you went to Angelo State a few years a few years before me, but who was that? Doctor Sunderman. Uh, he was still there when I was there, but I, I didn't have him because I didn't take accounting because <laughs> I'm a well, there's a better there's a there's another teacher. I'm gonna say he's she's better. I'm gonna say she's different for the people who doesn't who don't want to have to be a, a literal compute computational machines when they walk out of it. Like most of my friends who took Sunderman who came out like a completely different mindset of person. Uh, but um, Mrs. Knox was great and she was she was fun. Yeah. But uh, off off topic here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of off topic, I'd like to switch topics because they're coming up on the hour, and I want to make sure this gets yep. in before the end of the show. Yeah. Um, Jenny Lynn Shaver, who is watching us right now, and she just commented, um, "Accounting means something different in Tech Talk." I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I'll explain it later. Okay. <laughs> it's not dirty. Um, I hope it's dirty. <laughs> Jenny Lynn Shaver so is is a, a close friend of the show. Watches us all the time. She is a vendor at many steampunk events and is looking for someone who would be interested in vending with her and uh, sort of driving out to events with her. Uh, who is in Austin because she lives in Austin and uh, sort of fits the aesthetic of steampunk and her her particular booth, which she has. She's got the, the easy up and all the, the tables and all the good stuff ready for you to add your, um, your, your sundry items for sale if you're willing to um, share a booth with her and uh, <clears throat> share a drive with her and you do all the driving. Um, and, basically, and, and I'm assuming to split the booth cost. <laughs> I, you, Maybe. You, you work, 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 work out. Sure. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I presume... I don't know, but she she needs some uh, booth tending partner with her uh, moving forward because she's got some some medical problems that she okay. needs someone to uh, back her up and make sure she's she's in right. safe place. Uh, Jenny, post uh, post how people can contact you for that. Yeah. Well, she is uh, she's on Facebook mm -hmm. under uh, Genetics Designs, spelled J E N. E T I C S. Uh, she's also on uh, TikTok. Booker, and are you an artist? Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you look her up under, I, I spelled the same way, genetics.firequills, um, you can find her uh, her TikTok page, and she's very amusing. Uh, but mostly Facebook, since most of the people are watching this are on Facebook, and they can send her a message. So, so just to clarify, she's looking for another vendor to to be her vendor partner, um, and, and specifically her driver. Um, she's she she's got some medical issue that she uh, tends to pass out every once in a while. Okay, Which means that's hard for driving. Yes, the, re the reason. Problem. The reason why I wanted to clarify that is because I didn't want just some random person who's like, hey, I want to go to conventions. To no, no, you have to actually work. Yeah, yeah. No. We're sharing a booth. <laughs> no, yeah, no. That's what I wanted to clarify that, you know, they're not just wanting to. It, it's not like they're going to pay them to to be like an assistant. It's you're vending your wares at the same time she's vending her wares. Right. You right. are so equally making for an employee. She's looking for a a vending uh, partner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, so, that, I wanted to clarify that so, so that she didn't get random people that was like, "Hire me," and she's like, "I'm not hiring. I just want." Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. just I'm going to throw this out there. If I'm vending somewhere, I don't. I would not mind sharing or helping her. I don't know a lot of the events that are going on currently, which I need <laughs> to be getting back on that. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody knows about the events going on right now. It's sort of our job to know, and uh, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if I we knew, we would tell you. <laughs> I know a maybe. I know a hopeful. That's all I yeah. know. Like, right? Yeah. That's, that's good. I mean, we we now have a hopeful. Texas anyway, yeah. most of the time. So exactly. Yeah. At least for steampunk people, it's really yeah. hard to. It's yeah. So you've got takers, Jenny. We're here for you. We'll just play it loose and figure it out when as as we go. Yeah, what Kristen says that events are are you know, hey, we want to do things, but we don't know if we can do things. That's that's kind of <laughs> that where... makes it hard to plan. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely makes it hard to plan. Oh, you, you, yes. you set out a weekend to go to this thing and then it craps out and now you're a loose ends. So yeah. Rita, what, what con did you, you attended virtually? What did you, what did you attend and how was it? <laughs> I don't, I, I've, I've keep seeing about these, you know, virtual cons, but I've never actually gone to one cause I don't, I didn't know what to expect. And I'm not very, sometimes my attention span is not very good. So you know, Fabio, let, me, let me let you in a little bit. This would be considered a panel. Especially it would be panel? considered a panel if we had like we're here to talk about something one oh one like steampunk. Oh, okay. So we would be a panel right now in we a, would be a panel. virtual so, okay. so that's that's the, the and then of course if you're going to buy something, it'd be a whole bunch of people get like little mini videos of what they're selling and then a link to their website. Oh okay. So that would that would have a I would have a hard time keeping um, if yeah if I was watching us right now, I have a hard time paying attention. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I'm I my attention is... be like having a video feed of all right, here's the panel from this time to this time. Here we're gonna go like 15 minutes of looking at everyone's sales stuff and then moving on to like the music video of like mm -hmm. the live music and then cut to you know other panels and such. Like kind of have it that way. Like if you didn't have to walk at a convention, you just had it all of a sudden a camera turned on and you're in a different part of the convention. So it's like the Jerry. Lewis telethon of steampunk. <laughs> Kids aren't even going to know what that is, but uh, back in the olden times when there were four channels, 
That's compared to Jerry Lewis's. Go away. You're making me feel old. <laughs> oh, I just got older yesterday. Oh my God. I well, I'm going to keep my mouth shut and just stay over here. You don't know who Jerry Lewis <laughs> is. Okay. And nod. I understand. Just smile and nod. <laughs> He was a comedic actor back in the day. Okay. The Germans thought he was really funny. Oh, that says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but he really cared about sick kids. That's why he did the marathon. Uh, right. It was a, a fundraising for, for sick kids. And he would have this show that would go on for hours. And yep. It, Sometimes a, a variety the, show, essentially, and and he'd be like, and call the phone bank, and they'd like take a camera and they'd like look at the phone bank for like two seconds, and they'd be like, some sort <laughs> of people like looking, acting like they're busy in front of a whole bunch of telephones. First off, they they were like telephones that were huge with a handle yeah. <laughs> that plugged into the wall somewhere. <laughs> it's like all these ridiculous, stupid telephones from like the the sixties that they have set up for like props for all these people to look like they're being busy, right? Uh, what, what, what oh, anyway. Oh, man, we are digressing. We are over the hour. I guess we should probably wrap things up. Um, actually, we forgot. I forgot to ask. Uh, did you have anything to introduce steampunk wise today, Nicole? Like I did my homework. They did theirs. Their, mine, theirs was... mine, mine was the information about steampunk. Notice. Perfect. That was mine. Awesome. That's great. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. That. That's very helpful. <laughs> That's a really good one. Okay, then. Uh, once again, thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening in the future when this is up in the podcast feeds. Uh, you can, once again, if you have any questions or comments, you can talk to us on Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection. We also have a, we have an email, Texas Steampunk Connection at gmail.com. Any complaints, uh, criticisms, go ahead and find us on, you know, where, yeah, I don't know, wherever. <laughs> find us. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter, yes, that place. Twitter us. <laughs> and if you want to watch reruns with our faces, I am working diligently to get us all on the, on the Steam Chest uh, YouTube channel. So yes, that'd be awesome. And speaking of which, we're we're talking about and thinking about in the very early stages of actually actually making a Patreon page in which we'll have other stuff stuff available, like maybe some possible videos that you can only see through Patreon. Um, but content. that's very, very early stages that may or may not even happen. Uh, oh, it'll happen. It'll happen. Apparently, okay. I have a commitment. Money. Do we need it? We need yeah, the it's coming up to the time. To I think I think orphans that we're going to use for filming. <laughs> well, actually, if if for some reason you cannot find the podcast at the podcatchers, it's because I did not pay the fee <laughs> to back it up <laughs> because it's due around this time, uh -oh. either yesterday or today. So we either either it auto air. either it auto paid or it hasn't paid yet. So I will find out in a little while <laughs> whether or not the podcast is available. Uh, <laughs> That is another reason why we need Patreon because ah, it's 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 kind of pricey. <laughs> we'll set you up a Patreon and then we'll we'll advertise the heck out of it next episode, and <laughs> so, everyone can hate us for it. Right. I'll take my shirt off for a Snickers. <gasps> that doesn't help. We don't pay need the Snickers. Fee. We need money. <laughs> <laughs> but it will keep him fed, apparently. <laughs> you couldn't find me on Twitter. Twitter, it is uh, what is the Twitter handle? Texas Steam Connect, I believe it is. Um, so it, uh, it was kind of dicey there at the beginning when I first got that because a lot of uh, very steamy pictures that were not steampunk related or <laughs> people were, were trying to join. <laughs> um, and, that's, and, that's just anybody on Twitter, man. You just have to deal with that. Yeah. But I don't understand Twitter. So, um, I, and as, as I said before, 
Um, and there's, that's not a surprise. Um, Nicole, being the youngest one here, should understand Twitter better than the rest of us. But, <laughs> but she's a TikTok user. Twitter's oh, your wow. generation. Yeah. Um, Twitter's not. My generation is MySpace. I'm sorry, but MySpace is gone. Yeah, <laughs> MySpace. That, that, that was actually mine to begin with. That's actually how I met my boyfriend. But Twitter, Twitter annoys me. So okay. I never, I never really got into Twitter um, because it annoyed me. So I was an Instagram, Facebook, and now a TikTok user. But that's it. <laughs> so I, well, I if you want to make a Texas steampunk connection, if you want to make a Texas steampunk connection, Instagram, feel free. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't know how to your food with it. You got to have pictures of food on that, or else this is never going to get anybody. Steampunk food, that. steampunk food. I don't know, I don't know what that is, but anyway. Food. <laughs> I'm on Geo Cities. If you want to look Cities. <laughs> I still have a Yahoo hey, account. Well. Right? <laughs> You're going to run off all of our viewers that are under the age of 22. <laughs> Do we have people under the age of 22? Wow. Okay. Well, we are way over time. Well, not way over time. We are at least 12 minutes over time, and I've already said our goodbyes and thank yous. Um, so we are signing off. Until next time, mind your gauges. Mind your gauges. Bye. Bye.